Hey everyone, got another episode coming your way. Today I have Christy and uh, we talk about sports and fandom. We get a little philosophical too, so uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for uh, for sticking with me over the uh, the long absence and I, I hope you like the new pod and uh, make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Enjoy the show. Live from the comforts of her own living room, uh, there's a Christmas tree. Uh, she has a glass of wine in her hand. I have no beverage in my hand. Oh, Kev, I did not hear that. That's okay. That's okay. okay. I, I like to do these uh, sobered up, you know. So <laughs> don't don't want to fly off the handle, you know. Say say things I regret, oh, you know, all of the all the things that are, are bad in life. But uh, I have with me, if you can't tell from the sound of her voice, Christy Ross. Christy, hello. Hello. It's the second time you've podcasted with me. Yes. Uh, the first one was a little weird. You were you were very self-conscious about it. I did never even listen to it, actually. I, I know. You were just... Yeah, I remember <laughs> immediately after we recorded, Christy was like, I want to redo it. I was like, Christy, <laughs> I already released the episode. I'm sorry. Oh. It's not how this works. This I is did the most no professional prep podcast. Work. I did no prep work before that pod, and we were talking about radical hospitality, and I wanted to impress everyone, and... You did fine. Here we are again. No prep, done, no prep work. No prep work. <laughs> See, I, I sense a trend. You know, you act like I do prep work on this. Like I, I spend some time reading books about uh, the topic I want to discuss. Okay. You know, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. But cool. Look, this is not an academic podcast. Okay, this is, fair. We're having conversations with people. Conversations right? in St. Monica's living room. In St. Monica's living room. That's right. Uh, Christy, who are you if people haven't, haven't met you? Yeah. My name is Christy Ross. I uh, live and work at Camp Hidden Lake. I'm on the Life Teen Summer Camps team, originally from Austin, Texas. Well, my family would argue that and say I was born in Scottsdale, Arizona, but quickly went to Texas and uh, grew up in Austin, graduated from Texas A&M University. Whoop. 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 That's why I'm not allowed to say that, but I, I said it. So I, That's I think okay. The, the A&M uh, people, they're going to come with their clubs and and break my no, legs or I'll something. No, I'll give you JPs. You can whoop today, Kev. I, I can whoop today. Okay. Yeah. And also, you've recently engaged. Recently engaged. <laughs> how, yes. how did that go? <laughs> shout out Austin Crackerbyer. <laughs> shout out, shout out my fiance. <laughs> Worst person in the world. It no. went well. No, he's great. Kevin lived with him. They were roommates. I um did. Yeah, very exciting. He proposed the day after Thanksgiving. I had no idea. He was really sneaky. And did you really me, have no idea? Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, leading up to. Thanksgiving weekend I was like that'd be a great time to do it we'll be with my family all these things and then the weekend before we left for Texas I was a little sick under the weather and he said hey why not after Thanksgiving we go look at rings just to get an idea of what you like and to be honest I was a little disappointed when he said that because I was thinking maybe it could have been over Thanksgiving then he said that and I was like all right well he it's not gonna happen for a while hasn't even got a ring so completely thrown off the scent apparently there were lots of reasons I should have known but Ignored them all. Classic. Classic, <laughs> classic. Proposed day after Thanksgiving. It was really exciting. His parents flew in from Nebraska and made a big party with a lot of our family and friends, um, which was awesome. So. He was confident. He was confident you weren't going to. Uh, that would have been bad if family would have flown in. <laughs> then like you're like, uh, mm, you got cold feet. You're like, meh. Yeah. yeah meh, nah, my uh. dad said, he goes, well, even if you had said no, we were going to hang out with his parents. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm trying to imagine. I, I haven't met anyone that that has happened to in terms of like they propose and yeah like terribly awry i'm like that's i feel like that's something that happens to like a rom-com well i've heard a few stories of that even in the catholic community where it's like i told him no and then 
he had to try again. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what do you wow. mean try again? I, I don't it was know. Like, like a- she didn't like the way it happened or they hadn't like talked about enough things. I'm not sure. But I just imagine yeah. proposing to someone is kind of like Eminem's lose yourself. It's like you only, <laughs> this, you only have this one shot, this one opportunity. Nice. Are you going to yeah. let, let it slip? My, your palms are sweaty. Knees Probably. weak. Arms are heavy. There's vomit <laughs> on your sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. That's you know, amazing. Is, is the song Austin, about a proposing Austin to a like girl? Uh-uh. I think the song's about proposing to a girl. I think we f- we have stumbled upon something incredible, Christy, that there's an alternate meeting. I think you and Eminem's Austin song. should do a podcast where you just talk slim, shady lyrics. I d- here's the, I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of Eminem. Oh, Austin does, so he'll do it. I know. He lo- so there's a streamer. His name is uh, NoahJ456. He... Did, did a zombie Austin knows who he is so look this is, okay. we're talking to Austin right now and Michael Stevens because Michael <laughs> Stevens loves Noah J as well but Noah J's favorite rapper is Eminem that's why I bring this up okay, okay. so maybe Noah J and Austin can become friends oh then he'll great. have a he'll have a YouTuber that has like four million subscribers wow you know it's like it's pretty, it's pretty, <laughs> he could it's pretty live nice. stream the wedding <laughs> could live stream the wedding he lives in Austin he went oh, to UT look perfect worlds are colliding worlds are colliding and now we're bringing up the enemy Granted, UT really gr- look it's okay it's okay <laughs> he, he will make him honorary in perhaps perfect, perfect. He, he's he just went there for school he just sure. he's, he's good he doesn't didn't do know it. any better it's okay yeah yeah he's fine he's a, Sorry, he's a good guy I he's a nice you lady she's a nice lady um so so the day day after you propose saturday you go to one of the craziest <gasps> yes. football games probably in the history of college football i would the say longest. so how yes. long when did you arrive at the stadium and when did you leave <clears throat> okay that's a great question also what game are we talking we're talking about texas a and lsu about texas a and lsu saturday 2018 after thanksgiving it you don't was... even know the date come on i don't know Christy. the date let's see he proposed on the 23rd so it was the 24th <laughs> november 24th 2018 college station longest Kyle day Fields. of your life the best day aside from the day before when i was got engaged uh, <laughs> or is it Ooh, so, see the, oh no 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 conflict conflict so, i'm, I'm just, to the set pot. the scene we had moms feeling under the weather we thought about not going to the game and it was decided no we were going to college station to witness this game because a&m had not beat lsu since we've been in the sec so this was a big deal i had a feeling my dad swears he had a feeling i think he was you know feeling the aftermath i don't know if he had one beforehand, but <laughs> anyway i don't know what aftermath you're speaking of but continue yeah I'm just kidding. so <laughs> we almost didn't go but we get to college station you know an hour or so before the game i'm trying to think what was the start time six or seven it was it was going on during my <clears throat> my high school reunion it was hilarious funny oh. story of my yeah of uh the while, Woodlands, like, while the Texas, game was going everyone. on one of uh one of the people i went to high school with married an aggie and he was also he was an insane person like they, he was freaking out the whole time, <laughs> but so we, this person graciously opened up their house for our high school reunion. We're, we're over That's there for nice. like four hours, Yeah. but they eventually like turn off the TV and Why? the guy's like, what the F? Like he screams like, what Why the would- F? But the actual word <laughs> very loudly, like very angrily, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like this, is, like, this is how I die. I'm going to get killed by a crazy Aggie or the, the person's dad that owns this owns beautiful this ginormous house that we've been wait i'm confused why the tv was turned off uh because it was 10 30 he wanted us to leave oh we were watching but the game. the game was still going on yeah but he it was like third overtime it was like and we had been there since like six and they've been using their house they wanted to go to bed 
Just let let the people live. Let, oh. You see, you Aggies are insane. This is we're, this is you're 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 jumping this the gun. This is monumental. Jumping okay, the gun. Okay. But so you get there. Yeah, let's say six o'clock. Six six o'clock. We got we walked into the stadium. This was Austin's first time. Austin's my fiance. For those of you just tuning in, and uh, and his college team is garbage right now. His college team is Nebraska. Scott Frost. You know they're they're coming up. <laughs> they're on the up and up. They're on the up and up. And um, anyway, so it's his first time at Kyle Field. So this is a big deal. I am so excited. I think we were walking to the stadium and he's like, why are you so hyper? And I'm like, because you're finally getting to see Kyle Field. Ah. He's like, all right, you're crazy. And I said, you agreed to marry me. Or you asked me to marry you. So. Uh, you agreed to marry me. <laughs> I forced you. So it wasn't. You knew it all yeah. along. See? <laughs> Surprise. I knew it. I knew Christy knew she was, he was pr- proposing <laughs> the whole time. No. So we get in the Kyle Field right before kickoff. Um, we, my parents graciously let us sit in their seats so Austin could experience the magic of Kyle Field. The magic. And, um, shout out to Big Aggie. Oh my gosh. I should have my dad show him this podcast. Big Aggie is a man that sits next to my dad every football game and he is just awesome. Like he is the world's biggest Aggie fan, never having gone to the school. Um, he had a disability that prevented him from going to college, but just loves a football. Is there every game right next to my parents? And they have a grand old time. So we get there, meet Big Aggie, and it's just going to be a great game. So that's the that's how we got into the stadium. It's the vibe, the vibe. And you're the like, vibe. All right. And you, and you, you're yeah. like, I have, a, you have, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. You have a feeling something good's I going have to faith. happen. I say that every year when we play SLU, I say this is the year we're going to win. You say that every year when you play any team. That's With probably Alabama, true. You had a feeling. That's right? probably true. But I, I mean, I've been to Baton Rouge for LSU games. They're lovely people before the game, terrible people after the game. So, <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've paid my duties and the LSU fans were very kind before the game. We had some boudin they brought. It was awesome. Ooh, boudin is a beautiful thing. I miss Shout boudin. out James Shakespeare. Rest, rest, rest in peace, rest James. In he's, peace. he's no longer at camp. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, don't worry. He's very <laughs> much alive and thriving. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so the game starts, and I've, um, have, I need to go back and look at the game notes, actually. In the beginning, I felt, like, pretty good. And so we were feeling pretty good, and then all of a sudden – uh lsu makes comeback what was the score at half let's see i should probably know this well it was a it was a pretty close game yeah i would say first half third quarter it's like it's looking close and then it seems as if in the fourth quarter lsu starts pull away right lsu starts pull away we do the classic aggie thing where we're like doing well and then we start to totally break down starts totally break down (laughs) it's getting towards the end of the game it looks as if you have lost the game multiple times right it's like multiple times multiple times like there's a it looks like Kalamon gets sacked mm-hmm. or throws an interception, but he actually like knelt. And so he was sacked. And so they didn't, ha- he like, didn't actually throw the interception. And so they had like went back. Yeah. There's and- like seconds left on the clock. People We're like, there's going to be a final here, Mary. And well, he spiked the ball with one second. That was controversial. That was controversial because too. it seemed as if the clock had run out. Yep. And then but they went back and looked second, at it. You have one final play. One final play. For your final play. You get so a touchdown. He throws it to the end zone. But this play, y'all, looking at it from the stadium, you know, like we didn't get the slow-mo right away or whatever. I mean, I didn't think our guy caught it. Like, it would have <laughs> been so difficult. And Austin, like, screams up and down like we caught it. And I was like, what? And then the officials motioned for the touchdown, and I freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then we had to kick the extra point to tie the game. And I, um, I was a senior girl for a kicker. In high school, so in Texas we do these crazy things called senior girls, where we support they did the not football do that players. At my, at my school, I okay, don't know what so that is. at my school they did that, and so I was a senior girl for the kicker, 
And I got used to being very nervous for the kicker. Like none of these are guaranteed points, but everyone pretends they are. Mm -hmm. And so I got very nervous and then we actually scored the extra point. Okay. So, so what is a senior girl, a a girl (laughs) that is, you're just like, you're, you're there for moral support. Like what what are you? Michael's Catholic Academy, (laughs) go Crusaders. But, uh, you, it's like one of the clubs, like how there's diamond darlings for baseball, for football, it was senior girls. So it was just the seniors. You each got a senior boy. And you like baked them cookies or decorated their locker on game days. This is so ridiculous. Texas is such a weird place. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, for for uh, homecoming, you're just you're gonna give the girl that you want to uh, to go a mom a giant thing of ribbon and bells and okay. sparkly things, and it could have a battery in it. And have I light still up. have two of mine at my parents' house. Actually, they were the fake mums, so they're the like this mums. big white flower. Um, with a lot of ribbons and fun sparkly things attached, and two of them are sent my parents. I don't even know how to explain like a mom to a, a non-Texan. It makes just no Google sense. Just Google it. Yeah. But it's just like, hey, here's a giant ribbon thing you wear around. It's fun. At, at school. Fun and festive, for y'all. The whole day. It's like, all right, here <laughs> you can hear me coming down the hall because there's like, four cowbells on my giant ribbon thing that has my name on yeah. it. Yeah. I remember my mom made because my mom is like crafty. I was like, mom, I need your help. Oh, so, she could have made so much money selling those. Yeah, but. She didn't. She did. She had other things. She's she's doing fine. Mom <laughs> Venter. She's probably going to listen to this podcast. She's doing fine. But man, moms. Okay. So goes into yeah. overtime. Goes into overtime. And then I when at what point of the game were you like, this I need the sweet release of this game finally being over. Yeah. Austin like, probably what, what thought point that, did it come to? Austin probably thought overtime won. He was like, I need to the be first done with one. this. <laughs> He's like, Christy's too much to handle. Um, But like, okay, so overtimes in college football, the rule is – um, after the third overtime, you have to go for two. Correct. Um, if you score a touchdown, you have to go for two and you can't, can you even, you can't kick a field goal you after the kick third. A field, no, um, you have to go for touchdown. Is that right? Uh, no, I think you could, I think you could kick a field goal, but if you but score if you a touchdown, score, you, you have, have to go for, to go for, two. Go for okay. two. Yeah. So th- like even the second overtime, uh, the second overtime was where we had to kick a field goal first or there was a field goal kicked. No, mm-hmm. LSU kicked it first. I think. It's okay. It's okay. We Either don't have way. to know the exact details okay, of the sure, game. Sure. People can look that up on the internet. Sure, like, oh, yeah. that's exactly how the Text game Text me went. later and tell me I'm wrong. But anyway, so field goals were kicked in the second, and I think we had we kicked field goals, the second field goal of the second overtime. This is getting confusing. And I thought we had a chance to win then. I was like, we score a touchdown, we're good. Didn't score a touchdown, had a field goal. I was like, oh, sweet Jesus, what is happening? <laughs> and I think there were actual Hail Marys said in the stadium, a lot of them. And um, shout out St. Mary's. Shout out St. Mary's, <laughs> the best Catholic center, the largest Catholic population in the United States at a university. Fun fact. There we go. Um. Anyway, <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor an episode of this podcast, <laughs> you are more than welcome. I have twenty listeners. Yes, Continue. Twenty six. Well, twenty six. So, so uh, far. Anyway, nowhere to go but up. So it was the fourth overtime when we had to start going for two. I was I was done. I was I was like okay. This is too much. I just need a decision made that A&M's won and to be done. <laughs> and at that point, it was like the whole stadium, everyone we were sitting around, we just started becoming best friends. There was this kid who was, I kid y'all not, probably 11 years old in the row um, in front of Austin and I. And all of the seats had gotten shifted because with the one second left, a lot of good Aggies who I love decided that we had lost the game and Ooh. so started walking Ooh. out Ooh, that is like a that is a mortal sin in <laughs> land right okay i have a big confession Ooh. austin and i had gone down one row Ooh. austin was like it's over i was really grumpy thinking we had lost like i get very 
not pleasant to be around. This is very true. Um, we'll get to that later. When Maggie's loose. Anyway, so we had so we had walked to the stairs and got gotten one row down when they called like there was a second left and we were like oh my gosh so we come immediately back in we're back in our row so we were like tried and true big aggie had oh, already you, left you were, you were kind of trying to okay but, yeah. but we didn't make it in the stairs. <laughs> big aggie had left uh, just to know and he came running back so anyway <laughs> big aggie makes it back to his seat we're back in our seats but a lot of the rows had shifted so by the fourth overtime we're making friends with all the new people around us because we're like this is insane we are witnessing something never before seen and then the little kid so there's a man in the row in front of us and he's trying to google and his phone's not working and he's like what's the his like what's the longest college football overtime like i have no idea i want to know we are experiencing something we've never experienced before i think this is history Anyway, so I'm trying to look up the last overtime or like the longest overtime on my phone. And then this little boy that's 11 right in front of us goes, oh, it's seven overtimes. And it was so-and-so against 2003, so-and-so. Eli Manning. He, it was uh, the Ole Miss and was it Arkansas? I'm trying to remember. I thought it but was someone random. It was Ole Miss and someone else, but that was the like last longest game. Seventh most overtime. Recent long, yeah. Most recent seven overtime game. Anyway. Yeah. So 15 this, years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And so this kid just mouths it off and Austin goes, oh my gosh. And it was right as he was saying that, that I was able to pull it up and confirm that whoever <laughs> he said was it. And the little kid goes, oh yeah, I want to work for ESPN one day. So shout out to that little kid. Well, one you day. You should have got his name. Could have plugged him. Could have given some dap. I know. I wish I remembered. Uh, but so fourth overtime, we're all done. I'm like on my knees in Kyle Field, just like oh my gosh what's happening and so fourth overtime fifth overtime sixth overtime goes by and i'm just like ready for it to be over i i, I would have been too uh, the, yeah. I, I realized this is the year of long game. so in the world series the red sox yeah. and dodgers had an 18 inning game yes longest world series game ever wait what was the far. astros one the year before that the astros one was only 12 or 13 oh okay so yeah 18 innings okay imagine yeah, wow. being on an 18 inning baseball that's game. two games so <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was like they <laughs> so it was like seven hours. i don't think they ended until like two or three a.m in like Eastern time. No, Western, like on the West Coast. They, was it? They, oh, I fell asleep watching that game. Yeah. So I don't right. know. What it, it was, came. it was crazy. But so I can't, and that's like the, with college football, college football is, can be so painfully slow sometimes. Yeah. With all the stoppages to play during regular time, because as soon as you get a first down, pl- clock stops. Yeah. Go out of bounds, clock stops. TV yes. timeouts. I mean, that little red man on Kyle Field was killing us the whole game <laughs> yeah. long. Sorry, we got to get the pay the corporate sponsors. Yeah. So we can pay Jimbo his salary. Well, and they did that in uh, like the fourth quarter at some point, And it had already been a pretty long game. We were like, you clear. Like, what are you doing? Like, you've had all the commercials you need. Like, no, we don't ESPN need. ESPN needs that sweet, sweet money. It's yeah. like, yeah. Got to make the corporate sponsors right. So well, how did you feel at the end of this game? Were you like happy or were you just like, Thank God this is over. Oh my gosh. I was emotionally exhausted. <laughs> One, I'd been in, I got engaged the day before. So that's already like really overwhelming, emotionally exhausting. And then this game happened. So I was so wiped out. Like it was nuts. And then my, I had a lot of friends in college station. And so they wanted us to all go out afterwards and have a celebratory drink. And what time was it by, by this? Was it like, yeah, it was 11. One. It was 11.30, Okay. Something like that. Because the bar is closing College Station at 2. And I was like, we won't get there until the bars are closing. That's crazy. Um. Yeah. So it was like, oh. 
it's the longest college football game in history now, like in terms of time. Oh, um, uh, yeah, that does that surprise me at all. With yeah, so so ended up we won in the seventh overtime, which tied the record. Um, so we are tied for the should have gone for eight, overtimes. Christy. Come on. So the woman next to me said, "Do you want it to go into an eighth so we have the record ourselves, or do you want to do you want to be done here?" And I said, "Oh heavens, I want to be done right this second. Like seven <laughs> like is fine. Win, please, we can tie. Like even in the sixth, they were like, do we want to like." Do you want them to win here? Do you want them to go to seven? And I was like, no, I want them to win. I don't care about a record. I want the win. Um, Yeah, so it, it ended in seven. The Aggies came out. Our first win against LSU since we've been in the SEC. It's a long time coming. So I was feeling victorious. I was shaking a little bit. Like, did this just happen? <laughs> Not unlike shaking. I felt the day before. <laughs> shaking? <laughs> what Austin proposed. Um, Having tremors or something? Do we, need you, do we need you to go see a doctor? Oh, I'm so serious. Like, I was – it was crazy. Um, But we came out on top. It was a really fun celebratory walk back to my parents' tailgate because that's where my dad watched the game. Um, There were a lot of hullabaloo connect connects going on. It was great. How would you have felt if the Aggies had somehow played the longest game in – college football history and, and yet lost. lost like oh i would have said that's like, pretty would normal. you have just not talked for like probably it wouldn't have been a good day right yeah because you you're like i i have you on here because i want to talk about how <laughs> insane, an insane person you are when it comes to sports in general because yeah. i like sports i grew up liking sports my mom my mom's kind of the crazier one my dad is just like we'll watch games and like oh look that's interesting but i think my mom's like, crazier than my dad too actually. raise his voice about like wow that was an amazing play it was just yeah like, he's like wow mm. It's like Father Paul. Yeah. Just like, mm, yeah. Mm, that's good. Oh, that's funny. That's okay. Good. Yes. Yep. And so, so like, I don't, but you like live and die with yeah. the Aggies, with the Cowboys, yeah. not so much not Spurs. The- you, you like the Spurs, but I haven't, I haven't noticed you being like, I would say I'm more live and die by the Spurs than the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah, actually. The Spurs are a little rough this season. I know. I, I kind of stopped paying attention because I didn't <laughs> want to be like distraught about it. It's, you also lost Manu and Tony. I don't want to talk I about that. To, and I see this. Yeah. <laughs> now you understand the level of Christie's insanity. When yeah. It comes to sports. Y'all. So I grew up the oldest of three girls. Um, and my dad would, my dad is a loud and proud Texas man, grew up there his whole life. And he had like talked nonstop. That's so when you were, where you're born. Just saying. Oh you yeah. <laughs> true. I know he, they lived there for like 11 months. And my, my mamma is my dad's mom. She literally brought soil, like dirt from Texas and put it under my mom's hospital bed in Scottsdale so that I was born over Texas soil because she was distraught. I was not going to have a um, Texas birth certificate. So if that just explains my family a little bit, I think if I wasn't a psycho about sports, I don't think I'd actually be related to my family. But um, yeah, so my dad's a very proud Texas man and uh, he grew up with three girls, no boys, but... Don't you y'all worry. We love sports growing up. Taught us that. We all know how to hunt. So he did what he had with three girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just he cried when he when he could say to Austin that he finally has a son. So <laughs> <laughs> when, when do you think your fandom began? Like when did you mm-hmm. when do you distinctly remember caring deeply about the Aggies or about the Spurs or about the Cowboys or yeah. the teams that you care about? Um, like when did it when did it start? Like, would you have the distinct moment or like, I remember this game, watching it with my dad, watching it with my grandpa, watching it with my so grandma. I remember the A&M-UT rivalry growing up. Um, because Rest we, in peace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a lawmaker that wants to bring it back. That, that um, happens every year. They said that every year and nothing ever happens. Yeah. So I remember watching that growing up um, as early as like elementary school, I think. Um, 
and we would go to the games a lot. Um, my family grew up in Austin, so I was surrounded by Longhorns, and my family was diehard Anim fans, except my dad's mom and um, a few aunts and uncles and cousins that were UT fans. So Thanksgiving was like always an intense holiday from when I could remember because we had that game to look forward to. And I always would say that the UT fans were really obnoxious and I didn't like them and it would make me upset. And we'd literally watch the game in different rooms, like (laughs) at Thanksgiving, like the family holiday. So I can't remember a time really when it wasn't that way. But like even as far back as like elementary elementary school age Thanksgivings. But I do remember, I think it was seventh grade when the Astros were playing the Cardinals Ooh, was this the pool holes, Lidge hold home run, that that whole thing? Was it when they actually got to the World Series, or was it the year before? It was the year we didn't win a game against them. Okay, that must have been the year before. Okay. Uh, well, what what year were you in seventh grade? Uh, two thousand. I grad I graduated eighth grade in two thousand seven. So this. Okay, been so this like, is after World Series then. Yeah. After they went to the World Series, so this is on like the tail end of that. Yeah. That time, so that was like when Berkman was getting older, mm-hmm. and and I like distinctly remember I had these guy friends that for some reason were in Austin, Texas, but they are diehard St. Louis Cardinals fans, and I'm a diehard Houston Astros fan. And I just remember being enraged. I remember walking to Spanish class and they were talking about how good the Cardinals were and how the Astros sucked. And I just remember being so upset for like no apparent reason. I was just so mad at them. I like didn't talk to them that whole day because they're talking about my team. Talking about my Astros. I'm somebody that calls like when the Astros win, we win. When the Astros (laughs) lose, we lose. It is a we situation. (laughs) And, like, my grandma taught me that, too. She's a diehard San Antonio Spurs fan. My mom grew up in San Antonio her whole life, so they, they live there. And Granny will literally sit in her chair in her living room with binoculars to watch her TV so she can better feel like she's there. <laughs> and so, I mean, like, every woman in my family is crazy about sports. And, like, my dad loves sports. Why do you think sports. that is? You I, know, just, I, I find this fascinating. Yeah, I really tried, like, hard to think about it. Um, but I didn't give you any time to prep, so you're welcome. So I now know. You do it on the fly, Christy. Yeah, I Deal know. I'm it. like trying to think on the spot, like why that is. I mean, Kev, you're from Texas too, so it I am. so it can't be like a Texas pride thing where we're all just really prideful people. But that might be part of it. My family. It, it could be. I mean, my mo- so my mm. mom is definitely the more passionate sports. Did person. she grow up in Texas? She did. She grew up in Houston her okay. whole life. Um, her that's where. So she grew up. Uh, not Friendswood, Sharpstown, Sharpstown area of Houston. Okay. Um, my grandpa worked for IBM. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, my grandpa is very like reserved, and my grandma was definitely more like the. She wasn't Fiery really boisterous, one. but she was just more talkative. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm thinking that's where my mom got it from, but yeah. I don't remember my grandma being like super duper about sports. So right. I don't know if it was just my mom just fell in love with. The Astros and the but it's like my mom. If anything Houston related, like the, the Houston Rockets. Cougars, the Rockets, the Astros, there was the Texans. The, was, didn't they have the arrows? Was she a hockey girl? Um, my oldest brother played hockey. Okay, but I can't say we actually watched like an arrows game. Okay, my, we would go. My brother would go practice at like the aerodrome or yeah. whatever it was, which is like in Tomball slash um, in northwest part of Houston, and would go there for hockey practice because that was the closest ice rink mm-hmm. at the time. I don't think I don't know if there's any in the woodlands that are any close but uh yeah. that are that are new but yeah i don't I, but my dad yeah we would watch sports but sure. and i would like care but at the same time like i'd be like uh i was i would just be like res- resigned to the fact that like oh 
the Rockets haven't been good. Haven't <laughs> haven't been haven't won anything since 1995. Sad. When Akeem yeah. Olajuwon was in his prime and destroying the world, mm-hmm. and it also helped that the Magic. That was a very famous game where um, one the Magic had a chance to seal the game, and a guy missed. I want to say four straight free throws. He was like a 90% free throw shooter or something. He was oh very, he was gosh. like the best free throw shooter on the team in this four in a row. And then the Rockets win with like a tip in at the buzzer. Oh Win the game. Gosh. So it like destroyed them. They go to the playoffs next oh. year and then Shaq leaves and goes to LA and it's all downhill for, oh, them, for yeah. the magic. But um, no, I don't. Yeah. I, I find it fascinating. Cause like I like sports. I played sports growing up. Right. I, and like, I, yeah, it could be that just like people in Texas are just insane people because like high school football. Yeah, but then you just... think about like the Cubs and like there's definitely teams. There are two, and there's other like especially small town. I know uh, where I went to the to college at Franciscan in Sumville. People love the football team at for the local high school. They're oh, like insane that's awesome. about the local high school. And there was yeah. a there was a giant terrible story that came out about rape, like this whole rape stuff that oh, happened no. with people on the football that's team bad. and other stuff but and about how like people cover it up because uh, the, of <gasps> the football terrible. team and stuff so there's yeah. like this weird but but like i grew up in the suburbs i didn't grow up in like a small town i didn't grow up in like odessa sure. where you think of you know friday night lights yeah the, the original not the the tv show that then changed you know fictionalized yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff coach taylor and all that i never watched any of that oh, i'm sorry come on. Oh, I, I, I know Texas forever, forever come on Clear eyes, clear heart, can't lose, something like no, that. No, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Sorry. See, look, Jeez. this is, I, I know, welcome. I don't watch that show. Yeah, okay, I'm going to make an argument, and Ooh. this has this is, paints me in a bad light, Ooh. but I think maybe the reason some people are so crazy is they, like, partly find their identity in those things. Like, it's comforting, it's comforting to know, like, I can find some of my identity in this and be connected to all of these people. Right, you're part of a that. larger a larger whole. Yeah, right? so there's this, like, desire for community, and I think sports of any kind can provide that, and it's definitely, like, a comfort thing, a mm-hmm. pride thing. You know, like, wow, let's just bring out all the bad sides of no, but Christy Ross, everyone. <laughs> no, but that's also, I mean, if you look at, like, um, so in Europe for soccer clubs, there's oh, things called yeah. ultras, right, and they're, like, the super fans of the club. And right. They'll, like... They're so proud of their club, like they'll fight other teams' ultras. Yeah, haven't there like been like very hooliganism. violent situations with the soccer clubs? Oh yeah, in the past, the it's fans? it's kind of been tamped down of late because so much money has come into soccer that okay. like they've, especially in England, you don't see a lot of the hooliganism that there used to be. Got it. But I think in Italy, there's still like some like very powerful ultras that Jeez. you know will do fights and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. But that like those, yeah, you don't hear about so much about like people fighting each other in the states there yeah. i mean there's some there's some like i'm trying to think of like the most bitter right probably like you think of like the super bitter rivalry it's probably like red sox yankees especially mm-hmm. when the yankees were like the red sox hadn't won a world series yet and the yankees were just like crushing them every single year yeah and it was just depressing to be i'm trying to think of like what's the most bitter feud right now of like any um type of- there i mean it just came out in the sec there was the whole thing with like ole miss and mississippi state where the <laughs> sec commissioner was like we you, like you're gonna both coaches have a meeting in his office at the end of the season because <laughs> he said that like their fan ba- like there was some i don't i didn't read the whole article but something happened after that game or there 
there was like a fight on the field or something and he was like i'm so disappointed so disappointed we were making you're, so, killing, you're killing our bottom line we're making millions of dollars yeah well, and Ole miss can't even like go to a bowl game so why do right they because they right uh, paid their players yeah. sorry schmitz they got but, caught paying their players this, this is true it's not like no, no what do you mean what do you mean people people play college mean? players what are you talking about christy i can't mean? believe it yeah i can't believe it at i'm all. not that naive anyway yeah, so I think that could be – I mean, that even goes back to why every A&M fan is crazy. And granted, there are a few that aren't. A&M's kind of a cult, though, for being completely honest. Okay, it's I a did – little bit. No. A little mm, bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at that. Ooh, uh, pressure point. Ooh, ooh. ooh. But, I mean, like, I very much identify as an Aggie. Like, that's part of who I am mm-hmm. as a person <laughs> is, you know, the culture and tradition revolving around A&M. And so – that could be part of why A&M is so crazy is because it's so ingrained into the people's identity that have gone there, cheered for the team. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be the same way, not to the same level, but for a lot of sports teams in general, people could feel that way. Well, perhaps, I mean, this is, I'm going to get a little philosophical here, but sure. in terms of the, uh, as we have progressed in our uh, capitalist materialist society, mm-hmm. um, the normal, normal structures in which yeah. people would find identity, but like family or even um, mm. like work, right? You right. would like you would do what your father did, or yeah, you know, you would learn how to house make. If you know, let's go back five hundred years, you would learn from your mom about the, oh, know, the totally. like making cheese and doing all the other random household yeah. things while the men were working in the field, or this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, with that essentially being dissolved with the advent of the factory, yeah, and now we've gotten rid of factories, people that used to have like skills and factories now it's like oh it's the information age and you have to know how to code and you have to know all these things so we've like more and more ripped out the foundation on which people had any type of identity and now the thing is like you make your own identity right so people yeah. stumble upon their team and they pour their heart into the team whether it's like give it to you by your family or like for me i really like chelsea fc because there's one player in like the late two thousands, Didier Drogba, who was this amazing goal scorer and like this is a super soccer awesome team, guy. everyone. It's a so, yes, Chelsea FC football, <laughs> a football club. Football. Um, and so like I have no ties to Chelsea, London. It's a London club. I've never right. been to London my entire life. Okay. None of my family ha- has you know like ever supported Chelsea. I just like I like them, and so now I follow yeah. them. Uh, but that's like a very modern thing. Like you know, that would never happen. You know, like. 300 years ago you would never know that team existed yeah around yeah i wouldn't even know like london what do you mean maybe i'd read about it in a paper but i wouldn't be like oh yeah you know turn on nbc and watch the chelsea game because it's on you wouldn't know one particular player by any stretch of the imagination right and so perhaps with you know it's we have to find our identity in those things because everything else that like you used to be able to like root your life in, whether it's like the place you live because people move so much now or um, the careers. Like if you were, your dad was a blacksmith, you'd be a blacksmith and you would teach your son to be a blacksmith. Now it's just like, figure it out. Yeah. Figure out your life, figure out what you like, figure out who you're going to be. Your truth is your truth. Discover who you really are. Right. But yeah, yeah, uh, that's so totally true. This is this is interesting. We're again, we got very philosophical with our we our, our sports fandom, but perhaps perhaps that's a reason why. Um, maybe that, I don't know if it's increasing. I don't know if like fandom of teams is increasing. I think more so with the advent of like you can watch any team all over the world at any time. Yeah, it's like fandom has spread and kind of like its tentacles are everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Where you know you can watch every single 
Barcelona game if you yeah. want to, even the though that is there. Showing in some other part of the world. You can watch cricket. You can watch rugby. You can watch every single sport imaginable yeah. because you can get it. Like I have ESPN plus and I can watch random rugby games if I want to just flip it on. I can watch Shout Ita- out the Italian racing. Yes. Yeah, drone <laughs> racing. That's a great one. It's the sport of the future today, tomorrow. Well, and I would argue too, not only do you have access to the games, you have access to the players. So it's true with like media. now more than ever, you can feel like you personally know every single player on the team it's true because they're like hey shout out my fans and yeah cristiano ronaldo is going to tell me about his game and speaking of chris there's all sorts of problematic things with him right now he has rape accusations as well (gasps) no y'all just i know men stop raping people people. will listen to this but (laughs) just be kind humans please it's hard it's hard for people sin no it's not hard and it's a, just it's, be nice. It's, it's, I think it's difficult. Anyway, as, as a jerk myself, I think it's I think it's rather okay. difficult to be well, be a nice person. Uh, now, I, I granted, I don't try to sexually assault people. Anyways, all right, all this right. is going to yeah. take a yeah. dark. dark. <laughs> okay. We're off the rails again. So anyway, <laughs> off the rails again. Yeah, the access is just there to not only follow teams closer than ever, but to follow like players and, and think right. you're a and you can follow Texas life. A&M and you live in Georgia. Yeah. Right? You can watch every single A&M game. Shout out. Cause... I've never missed a game. Actually, that's not true. My cousin got married on an A&M football weekend. Wow. We didn't get any phone service wow. in, in the place where the reception was. So my dad ha- kept having to go outside to <laughs> get square updates. This yeah. is when this is when you know you have problems. Maybe, yeah. It's like it's like, hey, I'm not addicted to cigarettes, but it's like I gotta go. I gotta well, inside. yeah, Megan gotta take a smoke break. Megan's an Aggie, and um, her husband now is uh, an Auburn fan, and so they picked the Auburn by weekend. So ah. Aggies had to deal with it. Ah, so they're I I don't know how they'll they'll you know even it out later down the line in terms yeah. of yeah. I mean, Austin and I are getting married on the opening weekend next year. Dun, dun, dun. But don't worry. You'll have a big screen of the game going under your We will at the bar. So don't (laughs) worry, those of you coming. My uncle's distraught because A&M is playing Texas State. And my uncle went to Texas State. And he was, like, ready to go on the field for the game and, like, all this stuff. And now his first niece is getting married. Wow. So Way I to ruin everything, Christy. I did. It was like a big deal. But it's Texas State. I'm, I, don't, I don't mean to be callous, but who cares about Texas State? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Sorry, Will Cope. I know you played there. My bad. Anyway. Uh, my, my bad. Sorry, sorry Dad. But uh, Yeah. Yeah. So. Is, yeah. Interesting. We yeah. have we've gotten all sorts of tangents on this. It's yeah. Kind of How are you going to edit this down? I'm sorry. We're not going to edit it down. We're just going. <laughs> we're just going to run it, Christy. What do you mean edit? Perfect. You think I edit this thing. <laughs> so I just talk and then I like cut out a little bit in the beginning and then you know parse together some things on the end. You know whatever. Fabulous. It's easy enough. I I am I'm the laziest podcast editor in the world. Well, so. welcome to an hour with. Christy and Kevin are living uh, our in Our Christy and Kev. Um, well, thank you for sharing about how you're an insane person and you're the welcome. travails of, uh, <laughs> of being a Texas A&M Proudly fan. Proudly insane. I would have felt like the sweet release of death as like the end of that game. I'm like, please let it end. I mean, it was wonderful and so exhausting. I will say that. Did you have a voice at the end? No, actually. Like you couldn't talk. You're just like. <sighs> yeah, my voice was pretty much gone. Sound like you smoked like a 14 packs of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, but you wouldn't have known that. <laughs> Um, I'd get your vibrator attack like this. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, it was exhausting, but we came out on top. And so thanks and gig em. Thanks and gig em. Uh Christy, how could people, people want to follow you on social medias, you know, maybe see about how you're a crazy person with A&M. Yeah. You know, see your stories. If you're, t- you know, yeah, what, oh, like what, the... what bowl game is A&M? Before we get to your social media, do you know what bowl game are they playing in? Um, I think we'll play in a bowl in Florida. I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay. the Citrus. Citrus Bowl. Okay. Do you I know who you're playing? I think so. Last report I heard, we were going to play North 
NC State, I think, actually. NC State? Okay. Interesting. That's the last thing I heard. Fun. Yeah. Are any of your family going to go to the, the bowl game? Going to try I to go? I don't think so. That's okay. It's, um, if it's the game that I think it is, it'll be on December 31st. So Austin and I will catch the tail end when we land in Atlanta. Wow. <laughs> look at all the things. So hopefully we can watch it um, on the plane at Southwest, please. Uh, <laughs> They usually they usually have the, uh, the yeah the service on Southwest. Plains, Put me so on a plane with Wi-Fi, please. With the direct TV. I need I need that I need that TV, please. Yeah, I need <clears> you <throat> to see it. Um. So, anyways, how could people uh find follow you me. on yeah follow you on the um, social media? If you want to see anything like about my life, Instagram is probably the best place to go. That is at Christy C H R I S T I E underscore Ross R O S S. Um. I have a Facebook and I have a Twitter with the same. Um, I mostly just like tweets and, <laughs> and retweet, you and, retweet, retweet some things. and shout out if you don't know this because I'm creepy in this way too. I find it a lot more fascinating to go to people's Twitter profiles and go over to their likes tab and see what they like than I do care about what they actually tweet because I think it's a lot more telling. So watch yourself if you're liking things you shouldn't be liking on twitter i'm someone that goes and looks so christy christy's uh christy's gonna stalk you she's gonna she's gonna be the investigator she's gonna tell all your friends you are correct they actually are playing nc state so okay she's a true fan uh is it the citrus bowl it didn't say i don't know it's a bowl in florida it's a bowl in florida probably it probably has to do with fruit yeah fruit bowl no it just says yeah nc state texas a&m cool it's going to be on ESPN. So yes, watch we'll get it. Perfect. You'll, you'll get it on the airplane. That's all you ever wanted. Um, yes. If you want to follow me on social media, yes, you I never all should really anything. follow Kev. He might be putting out some new updates about his life soon. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm at the Fentor. The Fentor. And you can you can see you can you can subscribe to this podcast because that'll probably be the only thing I do post it and you're cool. Do it and you're cool. Like and give me okay as as the yeah. end. I want one one last whoop. Give me a whoop. <laughs> Oh, come on. You can't fake out. Come on. I need a I need an A whoop or All whatever right. it is. Come on. Don't, don't, I'm the don't. class of 2015. So any class of 2015 are out there, you can whoop with me when you hear this. A whoop. That was amazing. Thank you, Christy. <laughs>